misconceptions about biohacking. Oh my God, that you have to have a lot of money, that you need to be a man, and that you need to spend so much time doing it. If you just change the timing of what you eat, not what to eat, you're gonna notice a massive improvement in your health. So mm -hmm. you're gonna change three things. Uh, number one, Welcome, I'm Alyssa Nobriga, your host of the Healing and Human Potential podcast, a place for you to discover the multidimensionality of what it means to be human. Over the past 20 years, I've trained thousands of coaches in my methodology, leveraging my experience as a former psychotherapist, and I'm here to share with you all the wisdom and insights that I've learned along the way. Each week, I'll share with you life-changing tools to support you in awakening and manifesting your dream life from the inside out. We'll be exploring the intersection between ancient wisdom and modern everyday life, really diving deep into the art of human potential through the lens of psychology, spirituality, and coaching. Let's let the magic unfold. I'm excited for today's episode because we're talking about an extremely important topic, your health. I usually focus more on emotional well-being and spiritual health, but physical health obviously plays a pivotal role in our lives, and it's important for us to learn how to nurture ourselves. And so today I'm sitting down with Aggie, who is on a mission to help women unlock their true power through their health and well-being. And we're going to talk all things food, hormones, stress, biohacking, and so much more. This episode will literally shift your perspective on how you're approaching your health and guide you with practical changes that you can implement to make you look and more importantly, feel better today. Yay. I'm so happy that you are here and congratulations on your new book, Biohack Like a Woman. So good. I am curious just to start off just hearing misconceptions about biohacking. What are things that we should oh. know that aren't true or that we should be aware of? Oh my God, that you have to have a lot of money. Mm. Um, that you need to be a man and that you need to spend so much time doing it Yeah. Um, that it's almost like a full-time job. And I think we are all extremely lucky. You know, we live uh, in the big city. We live in LA. You know, we have the privilege of having enough money to invest in our health. It is a massive privilege. Mm -hmm. But my biggest goal with the book was to make sure that biohacking doesn't mean that you have to spend any money. In yeah. fact, you can save money by just adjusting certain things about your diet that will help you spend less money on um, processed food and then uh, hopefully your doctor. <laughs> in so, the yeah, long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you're saving. Uh, there's this um, saying in Polish, I'm Polish, and there's a saying that you, it's better to invest in a baker than uh, your doctor. It mm. rhymes. It sounds terrible in English. <laughs> But that's really what we're doing right now, right? Yeah. It's just like trying to invest in prevention because prevention is the best cure, yeah. really. Yeah, and I think more people are waking up to. I think it's sometimes confusing because we hear all these different things about don't eat eggs, don't eat oatmeal, you know, and it's yeah. just all the things. And I know you're not about dieting, from yeah. what I understand. Yeah. You're more about what you eat, so less toxic food, when you eat, and the order you eat, right? Yeah. Can you break it down for us? Yeah, so I realized that the truth is you don't have to really change your diet. And we all have very different guts. So your yep. gut and my gut have very little to do with us. I don't know your exact background. You know, I grew up in Poland. The food I was exposed to, my ancestor have been exposed to is vastly different. And mm -hmm. so what I'm realizing more and more that a lot of, you know, like I have a lot of clients that are Asian and they want to start their breakfast, uh, you know, like rice. And it's like they don't want to start their breakfast with eggs. And so I was like, surely like the nature didn't invent it in a way that we all have eggs and bacon and yeah. become American. Like there is, what's the trick to it? And so we started, we went into this rabbit hole with my medical team of what we can see. And turns out that if you just change the timing of what you eat, not what to eat, you're going to notice a massive improvement in your health. So mm -hmm. you're going to change three things. Uh, number one, uh, you're going to limit everything you eat into three meals, not six or seven. Oh. So you're going to give your gut a reset. It's actually, I mean, Ayurveda knew that yep. forever. Yep. Uh, so instead of constantly grazing one latte to another, there is this uh, incredible invention called MMC complex, which basically kind of like, it's like a caboose that transports food from your stomach down your intestine. Mm -hmm. It takes two hours for it to go down through the whole two to train, so to say, of your intestine. If you keep eating, if you can have another latte, then you constantly just keep on, you know, it keeps mm -hmm. on working and 
leads to bloating and indigestion and just like a low level inflammation. So limit mm-hmm. everything you're eating into three meals, then uh, fast according to your cycle. So fasting is incredible, but as a woman, you need to fast according to your mm-hmm. cycle because you can lose your cycle and we love our cycle. Mm-hmm. Your cycle is your superpower. <laughs> and then three, once you eat, uh, make sure you start eating your food with some fiber, so some vegetables, then you're going to have... Uh, meat and protein and you know and some fat and only then you can have your carbs and sugar and i can't begin you tell to tell you how many people still have rice and they're asian and they still do this method and they lost 20 30 pounds you know mm-hmm. like people that have worked with just by changing the order of the food keeping it to three meals and fasting mm-hmm. according to your cycle mm-hmm. yeah help me with this because i have a smoothie and granola in the morning and i know that that's not <laughs> ideal <laughs> so what would you eat beforehand like an avocado yes yeah, yeah okay yeah. yeah so depends what what's inside your smoothie obviously but um you want to breakfast literally breaks your fast it's mm-hmm. the longest fast of the day you're gonna have even if you're not really fasting you mm-hmm. i'm guessing at least you have a 12-hour break i do the- i actually do intermittent fasting okay perfect mm-hmm. so even if you didn't the chances are that 10 to 12 hours you're going without food so your body is almost like waiting like right? it's sitting there it's like what's coming what's coming so if you eat anything that's sweet um that obviously it's going to create a massive glucose spike in your body, mm-hmm. which will then lead to you wanting to have more sugar and carbs throughout the day. Half a bar of chocolate a day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's <laughs> Dark like, chocolate. yeah. So yeah. that's like, it, it's completely normal. But yeah. if you, I know it's the hardest thing to divorce your breakfast, mm-hmm. uh, but or because, just change up here yeah. the routine, eating something first, that's more like vegetables or yeah so for example my mom has her um sweet uh, coffee in the morning and her sandwich uh ham and cheese sandwich and obviously processed carbs are even are even more likely to cause a glucose spike so your sweet Mm -hmm. smoothie is not as bad quote unquote Mm -hmm. than her you know sweet coffee with um with the toast so i was like mom you don't need to change your breakfast. Let, why don't we try a buffer hack? I was like, have an avocado beforehand, add a little bit of MCT oil, so like healthy mm. fats into your yeah. uh, sweet coffee. You won't feel it. Add some collagen powder to your coffee um, and just a little bit more, uh, you know, something green. I called green calories. And turns out mom lost, what, 25 pounds oh, wow. without changing her, just by changing Small her breakfast. Small micro diet, like co- just yeah. different things. So with she the- added more things instead of even eliminating and wow. she didn't have to divorce your breakfast. So I know people are like, Oh, I know you're going to hate me that I eat smoothie <laughs> or this. I'm like, honestly, add more things and yeah. you will lose weight, okay. you know? And then over time, what you will notice is you probably be like, I don't even feel like having sweet breakfast anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's I think like- it's like a habit. I think I just got into a habit. I'm pretty good at changing the habits, Yeah, but it's, it's good to know the modifications we can make and that it's not that out of reach. Yeah. And it's like, I, there are two schools Yeah, and I don't know what, you know, you're a coach, so you can tell me which one is better. One is, um, through discipline and through kind of like, uh, maybe not negative self-talk, but it's that idea of like pushing and yeah. hardship. And that's yeah. a very masculine one yeah. of making a change. So going against your biology. So all of these 75 day hard and sugar mm-hmm. detox or whatever it is that mm-hmm. makes instead of doesn't your biology is craving a donut and you're like, no, come on, use your self-discipline, your weak little piece of (laughs) ass, you know, what's wrong with you kind of, yeah. but fighting your biology is the hardest thing on the planet. There's no way. It's not sustainable. Yeah. Like if you on a glucose roller coaster, of course you want to have a donut. Like it's going to be all you can think about Mm -hmm. because your body, you're fighting your biology. So why don't we just make those adjustments with biohacking then then, you don't really crave those things, but mm-hmm. we're not doing it the painful, brutal way, but the nurturing motherly way yes. of like little adjustments That's and right. like grace. And we dropped in not too long ago mm-hmm. and you reflected back to me that it's one of the most beautiful qualities you can do to yourself to give yourself even more grace. Mm-hmm. And that's where the biggest change comes, mm-hmm. not through Fighting. pushing. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Like even accepting resistance, ironically, helps mm. the resistance settle. And so I think when we push, we bring fire to, to fire. When we push these parts of ourselves, like we should be different, it's trying to help us change, but it oftentimes paralyzes us. Yeah. And just to bring that more feminine approach of softening, of welcoming, and then integrating the masculine from there. What are those micro changes and how can I show up with myself? I think sometimes people think, 
you know, self-care means just laying down on the couch, yeah, no. but you can be kind to yourself while can taking consistent action, like 100%. acceptance. Yeah. And I think obviously it's much easier when you work with your biology versus against it. That's right. Cause you know, it's, it's your biology for a reason. So it's designing you to like survive. So you're finding your survival mechanism, yeah. but at the same time, yes, you need that discipline a little tiny bit. You know, yeah. there are people that are constantly postponing and doing this and avoiding and I often come from a place of like, what's the most uncomfortable thing right now? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me, discomfort might mean being kind to myself. Yep. So that's what I need to do. But for some people, a little bit of discipline, right? So it's like the medicine is not the same medicine as we know yeah. for everyone. That's for right. My medicine is surrender, grace, taking it easy. For some people, they're going to need way more discipline mm -hmm. than, you know, I don't, I don't need any more discipline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think some, I say this often, some people need fire, others need water and we're at mm -hmm. different stages of our evolution. So really tuning into what we need to make I sure we that. have that support. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So I think biohacking has been definitely the fire. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, wait, masculine. yes, yeah. very masculine fasting for 20 hours and cold plunging and doing mm -hmm. lines from like complex. Uh, fuck. I love Dave. I love so many guys in the biohacking space. Yeah. They're super supportive and they don't have ovaries mm -hmm. not that ovaries define a woman but you know like how can we bring that feminine energy yes. and like claim I love space? It. yes so, yeah. for this yes for this <laughs> and talk to us about energy levels because i know this is a big thing for people that are like i want more energy oh it's the best currency and people are like oh, i this reel that like backfired at me because i said i'm a billionaire and the best currency in the world, not US dollars and not pounds, energy. Mm. Because once you have energy, you can make anything happen. Mm. But when you don't have energy, like if you're sick or if you don't have energy, like who cares if you have money? Like yeah. this, you can't even spend it, you know, yeah. because you feel like you're not you alive. Can't get that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, that's energy. For me, it's even more valuable than time. Like mm -hmm. I would rather have an incredible connection with you and show up with the best, most beautiful energy with you for an hour than spend here six hours with you mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. just pushing something just yeah. because of time. And so that's like my favorite currency, but it's also the one that's the most depleted yeah. in all of us. And uh, so if we had like one or two things to focus on to support our energy. Yeah. Oh, so you, you, the funny thing is, you're already using up so much of your energy, but if your body is inflamed, all that energy goes on fixing something that is fighting, mm -hmm. like low level inflammation or disease or whatever. So that's what your body is trying to do. Mm. So if you get to heal yourself, that energy can be directed into something else. Mm -hmm. That's the whole idea, right? Mm -hmm. That like if you put a little bit of attention to how, how to optimize your body mm -hmm. and heal the dis-ease that your body's in, the discomfort that your body's in, all of a sudden you can use that energy for something else. And that the easiest way is regulating your hormones, right? Because your hormones, whether it's glucose, you know, that energy crash, when your glucose is going down, you will feel extremely tired. You're going to get to a point where you just, I don't know if you're listening to this interview at 2 or 3 p.m. and it's going to be this moment where you just feel like, oof, I need a coffee and a cookie, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's, mm -hmm. that's it right? Mm -hmm. That's the energy that you're, you feel like you don't have, but in reality, it's just biology, just mm -hmm. taking it in a wave. And that's sort of like the surface level change rather than yeah. working it at the root cause. Yes and no. So like, meaning like if you're just having the coffee and the cookie, then oh, you're yeah. just working it at yeah. the surface versus looking at what's actually going on in mm -hmm. my body. How, yes. what are the, I mean, maybe getting testing and just seeing or even playing with your diet to say, am I eating too much glucose and I'm spiking yeah. and then crashing? Yeah. And, you know, go ahead, try resisting the coffee and the cookie and see how you feel. <laughs> like I've been there and we feel like we're not worthy of, of or like they were broken that we're, there's something wrong with us. But mm -hmm. you're just having a complete healthy biological reaction yeah. to a glucose. Yeah crashing that's it mm -hmm. you know there's nothing wrong with you just your body's working perfectly fine mm -hmm. right and we we eat so many processed carbs and we normalize having pasta and white bread which give us that roller coaster that uh, and even smoothies right like smoothies are just like a big part of what we eat and it's, it feels like it's such a good hack but i i realized that I would rather chew my food and have all that fiber myself um, than go for smoothies. So that's oh, a very unpopular opinion. Interesting. But, yeah. I like it though. Yeah. I like it because I've been so, this has been such a habit for a while that 
I'm open to exploring. I like testing things out and seeing what yeah, works for same. my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like a big part of biohacking is like, Ooh, let, let me, me experiment on myself. Yeah. Like, well, how does that make me feel? But the biggest, my issue with smoothies is that, um, one of the most incredible books, it's breath, uh, the lost uh, science, the lost art of the of science of breathing. Anyways, mm-hmm. I don't remember, but Dr. Mm-hmm. Nestor, um, and he basically says that when you are breathing that we we have under, we don't chew enough and so our palate isn't like developed enough so the more we chew the the better um, bone structure we have we look better we are healthier and that kind of like blew my mind and so he's like a big thing big um fan of like even chewing a very healthy gum to make sure that you chew as much as possible because our ancestor chewed a lot but you know we have white bread soft avocado everything we eat is kind of soft so we never properly spend 10 or 15 minutes chewing but when you chew you produce digestive enzymes so it helps you digest things Mm -hmm. if you drink a smoothie like that's my experience at least that when i drink a smoothie i just drink it and there's not enough time for my digestive enzyme to like produce enzymes and so i am way more likely to get bloated and way more likely to not absorb the nutrients because I didn't have the enzymes to break up the food. So it just kind of goes through. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that hack. I want to play with that. Yeah. Or that. just have digested, like you can supplement digestive yeah. enzymes with, with your smoothie. But I noticed that for me, chewing has been like a superpower. It helps, you know, people are like, what did you do to your face? That looks so good. I'm like, stop doing fillers. Started chewing my food. <laughs> <laughs> the natural way. Yeah. 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 The <laughs> old school. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 Imagine having a fulfilling career doing what you love, working from anywhere in the world, setting your own hours while making good money and a big impact. If that lights you up, then I'm super excited to share with you today's sponsor, the Institute for Coaching Mastery. This is my robust accredited year-long certification program for newer seasoned coaches, therapists, leaders, and those just looking to up-level their life in a profound way. We have an amazing community of students from all around the world who have really started their journey to expand with us both personally and professionally. And this experience is designed to give you the three things that you need to thrive. So first, you have all of the tools and support you need to move past what's been holding you back so that you can completely change the trajectory of your life. And then you learn how to masterfully and confidently facilitate transformation with your clients or your team, regardless of your niche. If you want to do health, business, relationship, or you just have no idea yet, we hold your hand through that. And then lastly, you'll receive my six figure and beyond signature roadmap that's customizable to meet you wherever you are. So whether you want to do high ticket sales, online marketing, or you just want to hit six figures without ever needing to go on social media, we've got you covered. And this truly is the most rewarding work in the world. We have new students now who have a wait list of dream clients in under a year. We also have seasoned students who are doing $80,000 months. And this is really about creating lasting transformation from the inside out so that you can share your gifts and serve the world in all the ways that you're called to. And I've seen firsthand the power of what happens when you have the community to collaborate with, but you also have the right tools and resources to really thrive. And so whether you want to do your own personal development, you're wanting to become a coach, or you're just looking for a cutting edge approach to really grow your business, the Institute for Coaching Mastery is for you. You are held every single step of the way. And so if you want to get behind the scenes access to the Institute with three proven transformational tools for free to help you create the business and life you love, all you have to do is go to alissanobriga.com forward slash tools, or you can find us at alissanobriga.com forward slash apply now to see all the details and apply today. And and what about stress? I know in your book, I think you have a whole chapter on stress and like really yes. novel ways to address stress by having more stress, by having yeah. being a bitch, by having yeah. anger. Share with us, unpack yeah. stress. Because obviously energy is part of it and stress is another. It was honestly the hardest thing to write because like what what do you you know you have to stress less mm-hmm. and give less funks and yet you still do yeah and you why is it it's because that unprocessed trauma from mm-hmm. way back when where this seemingly n- not very big event just triggers you to a point of like oh my god like i feel really really stressed about what happened at work yeah it feels tiny 
or that someone didn't text me or didn't, you know, whatever that the core wounded is, you know, feeling uninvited or feeling inconsiderate or feeling guilt or whatever it might be. And so women have 80% of autoimmune disease. It is insane. I mean, yeah. I have hypothyroid. I've had it since I was 12. I, it, I literally was at a dinner the other night and six women were talking, four of them had hypothyroid. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's no coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's a part of that that we, you know, we are exposed to way, way more toxins than men. So yeah. an average woman is exposed to 168 toxins and so just a, a day, a day. Wow. So that's a crazy number yeah. for your body. Speaking of energy and yeah. what is your body doing right mm-hmm. now, especially with thyroid and um just hormones in general, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, these are endocrine disruptors that are constantly, that we're surrounded with, mm-hmm. right? And second is realizing that we are hypervigilant and super worried about how everyone feels. Yeah. And we want to help everybody yeah. on the planet, yeah. like reflecting back to yeah. you, but that why you're a coach, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you care. Yeah. And That's so right. you care about everyone doing well. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, really hard when you have that Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful gift to be able to take care of yourself as yeah. well, right? Yeah, it's a big one for women. Yeah, it definitely has been some of my edge and some of my healing, something I'm currently working on of not being over responsible. But I think that there are at least the perspective I choose to believe is that even my thyroid, when it acts up, it's, it's feedback for me to listen. The body is mm-hmm. so wise, so intelligent. So how do I really tune into what it's trying to teach me so I can come back into harmony and alignment and not over really be responsible? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, with, when it comes to stress, we, we are so worried about how everyone else feels. And mm-hmm. I really believe that we take on, um, like worries of other people. Like my fiance was going through something super hard yesterday and I was suffering with him. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't sleep a whole night as well mm-hmm. because I was just like, oh, it breaks my heart for mm-hmm. him to go through this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're interconnected. We, we aren't ever taught how to manage our energy mm-hmm. and like empathy is a superpower, but it's like, how can I protect my energy so I don't burn myself out? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's something I'm still learning because I feel for people, for, you know, uh, for everyone around me. And unless you're very good about protecting your inner circle, Mm -hmm. um, then that's a sure way to, to develop some sort of disease in the body, right. Where your body truly is asking you to pay attention. Right. right? So, yeah. Cause the body's the densest form. And so it's usually the, the place where if we haven't learned in another way, or if we haven't gotten the feedback that it's, that it's more obvious. I'm so curious about, I love the body mind connection. A lot of my work Mm. is around somatic psychotherapy. So I love that. But from a biohacking perspective, I'm curious, have you seen much around mental health and biohacking, right? The body mind is very connected. Oh, I, I am totally with you. I don't know what officially, I don't know what Dave Asprey thinks about that, but for (laughs) me, it's like, I know that like Go, going even deeper of like the feeling of safety and the root chakra mm-hmm. and the financial stability mm-hmm. and how like whenever that is present for me that my lower back hurts like for me it's just like Obvious. textbook yeah textbook example it's yeah. like wow like it's kind of incredible that your body really keeps the score mm-hmm. um and so one of the things that I say in a book is like yeah you kind of have to be a bitch because if bitch is taking care of having boundaries, mm-hmm. taking care of yourself and choosing and being selfish, then so be it. I love that. So then, then it's really about accessing the archetype that you have undeveloped in service to you being in harmony in the moment. So if you've been the people Beautiful. pleaser, yeah. being the bitch helps round you out to be able to help have healthy boundaries to protect yourself and to protect yeah. the relationship. Cause what happens is like, what, you're not reliable as a people pleaser. You're going to say, you're going to do something yeah. and then you're going to flake because you feel like, Oh, I really can't do it. Or it's too much. Or you're going to show up from a place of exhaustion, right? Yeah. Which is not really truly showing up. Yeah. But then you're going to create that resentment. And so uh, my people pleasing friends are the most resent- most <laughs> resentful people I know, right? They are. Yeah, or depleted, super burned out. Tired. Depleted, resentful, but also, also That's unreliable. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they're not able to speak their own boundaries and take care of themselves, of course, then that would spill over to others. Yeah. yeah. And it's that idea. And I don't know, maybe you can reflect back in your circle as well, that those are not the people I feel I can be true with. Yeah. honest with yeah. and trust that they're going to show up because I'm like, they're not showing up for themselves. Right. So like, that's, that's right. like a, like a level of, okay, like 
I, you know, you're not ready to hold space for me yeah. because you're not really holding space for yourself. That's so a that's, great turnaround. Cause then, it, you know, obviously people pleasers would hear this and be like, well, I want you to trust me. <laughs> yeah. So using that in service to being, well, learning to really trust mm. ourselves helps other people feel safe to be able to. 100%. Yeah. And so that's why I love people with like a very clear boundaries, like yourself. Like, I don't know you very well, but I can already tell, like, you do not give a funk about like what you think it's you're being perceived about what you say is very like direct and I'm like cool I can trust her because mm -hmm. she doesn't yeah doesn't try it for me to like you yeah to be different yeah. yeah and you know I think the bigger the leadership the bigger we have visibility the more we are a mirror for people's shadow and light <laughs> this is what you said to me yeah. yes and, and, and say and, that again for people in the, the back but it's so good <laughs> so the bigger our visibility is the more leadership we have we are a mirror for people's shadow and light and so you have a very large online presence. How do you navigate that? I'm sure there's been times of you growing into, you know, just being, doing the healing work around yourself and being yeah. a stand to stay true to yourself. I just want to acknowledge you for that because people can project and assume and yeah. it calls us forward to just do our work. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's just like, it still shows that, especially with the book where yeah, it, you get and the book reflective. has done so well. It's such yeah. a good book. I'm so happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and it, that work starts getting out there in the world. I mean, even myself, like if I do a social media ad and I wear no sh sleeves, people are talking about how threatening that is for some women. I mean, I mean, wow. ads go out far, right? It's not your warm yeah. network marketing. And I'm just like, oh, that's, that's fascinating. You know, like the people really give me a lot of advice around my eyebrows or how I should dress or all of these things. And because I feel very confident in the way that yeah. I look, it doesn't trigger something. But if I have any insecurity where they're pointing to, it would access something. Right. Yeah. And so I think doing our inner work can really reflect and being able to show up and share our message, being in our leadership, taking care of ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's honestly, I just, I used to feel not in a victim mentality, but I was like, wow, I, it's definitely not easy yeah. to be in the spotlight. But now I'm kind of feel like, wow, what a gift, what a pleasure to to have that mirror, constant mirror, mm -hmm. it's like never ending. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, freedom. I get freedom. There you go. That's just like every single day. And yeah. I think just having healthy boundaries as well and slowly working towards like not being hands down in the business, but kind of just like having the buffer of my team. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to deal with, the, obviously I love projection. the good, but yeah, we're like, I love the good one. But at the same time, I feel like that's just like, as I soften, yeah. Yeah. I need to have better boundaries yeah. right? because I want to, my goal for the next five or 10 years is to soften even more. And mm. I can't, if mm. anyone on, on social media can have access to me yep. and to my space. Yeah. So I really need to create a buffer that not everyone has access to me. Not everyone mm -hmm. can send me a mean message and mm -hmm. um, be mean. Like that's just having that like buffer of like, no, it's not that easy to yeah. to access this you yeah know? good good yeah and yeah. I love the internal softness while having external supports set yeah. up yeah because we can have that internal while we st still move forward you know? yeah because as you can tell like you you're if you're living your life anywhere you already get unsolicited advice oh, and yeah. feedback whatever but if you're like go out there and you know people start commenting on your top and <laughs> your arms and you're like what i never pay attention to yeah, my arms yeah. that's so interesting yeah so yeah so that that has been like the like the biggest gift but yeah. i'm also learning that boundaries is like part of self i mean i really love i already knew i was gonna like you but i really love you and like i can oh. feel your presence and your care and just even the moments we've gotten to drop in i'm like there's a purity about you and i really just want to speak that into the space oh. Thank you. And I also love that you're a stand for the mind-body connection. I saw one of your posts was about having all these, um, this machinery plugged into your head and it was tracking a simple process of self-forgiveness, yes. right? I, I already know, and it makes so much sense based on the work that I do, but can you share with us what that process oh, was yeah, like? Oh yeah, 100%. So you basically, um, uh, sorry, I'm just going to have the loudest yeah. sip of water guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, so I did 40 years of Zen, which is uh, basically a brain retreat. So for five days, you're disconnected 
from civilization mm-hmm. in the woods in Seattle and your your brain is plugged in and it gives you feedback. So every time you're in the alpha state, you get a little gong, right? So if you come out of alpha state, so alpha state, for those who don't know, it's like the meditation state. Um, beta is when you drink coffee, have this conversation and you're doing. We live in beta state. We wake up, what do we do? Grab our phone. So mm-hmm. we immediately snap out of this beautiful alpha, which is where you manifest things mm-hmm. into existence and uh, the big ideas can come to you. That's also the gamma. Anyways. So there's feedback. So for the first time ever, I was like, oh, wow. So I can actually see what alpha feels like because I'm getting feedback or whenever I leave it, it's just, you know, good silence. I'm like, oh, wait. And so what's what's pretty amazing that the brain gets rewarded and wants to hear as much Mm. gong as possible. So you end up literally just like trying to figure out a way how to go back to alpha. And in that state, you're doing different exercises. And one of it is the forgiveness process. So I did it on everyone. And on day, last day, day five, I did one on myself. And that was definitely the hardest, uh-huh. right? Because uh-huh. you go through the process of, which I think the mistake, we, we chatted about radical forgiveness and how you understand that there is nothing ever to forgive, yep. including myself. Yep. But, because there was nothing ever judged yeah other than the mind doing but it. what my issue with that is i was never really letting myself feel anger and disappointment mm-hmm. total one on one spiritual bypassing yep. so i was like i already know that there's nothing to forgive but mm-hmm. i didn't let myself feel all of those things yeah. and so in that process for 3 days i was like guys i haven't i'm going to be forgiving people for a week i have no one nothing to forgive there's nothing to forgive you know <laughs> And they were like, I had, you work with like a bunch of, you know, scientists. I was like, let's just try maybe one more time. Yeah. And so on day three, I was like, oh my God, I let myself feel mm-hmm. angry. And the funny thing is you need to feel, according to the science, you need to feel the negative emotions the to heal and forgive. That's I don't right. know why. No, but no like, 100% But true. like according to science, like that's even that what science is figuring out what therapists have already yeah, known. Yeah. yeah. That you really need to allow yourself to feel it, to heal it. Literally. Okay. We've been saying that for, yeah. for, you know, for a very long time, but now the science actually sees that. The thing is you want to feel the anger, the judgment, whatever, um, and then feel the forgiveness for twice as long for you to actually fully forgive. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting that it couldn't just be like a thought, but you really need to like sit down with it. And obviously forgiving yourself is the hardest thing on the planet uh it's yeah and and you think it's harder not to forgive i think the willingness may be hard you know but when we do it it softens our whole nervous system and then people feel better around you right because it's like oh she's like oh like you can tell that the biggest i guess unease that i can bring into the room Mm -hmm. is how i feel about myself Mm -hmm. because if i'm really hard on myself and and I'm really fully present with my emotions. I'm going to bring that same energy into the room, right? Yeah. yeah. Come with that judgmental attitude, even though we might like to think that that's not the case, but it's exactly what's happening. Oh yeah. If you're judging yourself, then you're also going to judge that pattern in someone else and vice versa. So the work we've done, people can feel. Yeah. But I love what you, what you've come to. I mean, it's everything that I think therapists also speak to. You have to be honest with whatever's real. That's why shadow work and then the manifestation. But I think of forgiveness as a bridge from the heart back up into the head. Oh, beautiful. And so I love this process that I, the statement I heard from the University of Santa Monica used to work on faculty at this master's program. They say, I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding and whatever the judgment is. And then you state what's true. It's like, I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding that I am not good enough. The truth is that's just a story in my mind. It had no basis in reality. And then we'll do like at least five rounds, like you're saying, more time in the forgiveness, not just in the shadow. And I'm so curious. But everyone does the opposite, right? So we sit and beat ourselves up for God knows how long. Uh Thinking that it's helpful to beat ourselves up. Yes. Yeah. And it's not. And it's not. (laughs) It paralyzes us. But then to even, I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding I should have forgiven. The truth is forgiveness was just trying to motivate me to do better. I can see mm-hmm. differently now. Mm-hmm. And then to upgrade that pattern, right? And yeah, so, and that, or I forgive myself for not being able to forgive yeah. yet, right? Exactly. Or thinking I should have forgiven. Yeah. It's okay exactly where I'm at. 
like that softens it. That's yeah. the feminine. That's, that's the, the acceptance. Feminine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's beautiful. And I think even with forgiveness, sometimes we don't forgive ourselves because we think we knew better, but that's mm-hmm. a mental knowing. And it's like watering a plant where it starts to seep into our heart and we're like, okay, I can feel it, but it hasn't fully integrated into your gut, into a, a lived way of being. Yeah. And so if people are having a hard time forgiving themselves, just offering ourselves grace for that. Yeah. I mean, hindsight 2020, right? Yeah. Like we all feel like should have done this, should have done that. But I think at the end of the day, we, we usually just do the best we can from the level of like exhaustion, biology. So sure. Like if you take, you know, uh, 10 years later, it's so easy to say, I wish I have done it better, but you did the best you could. Yeah. We're learning here in earth school. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) But I love the forgiveness was actually scientifically proven to support the regulation of your nervous system. And that was the hardest thing for me to like, actually, Mm -hmm. um, to, to kind of like surrender to. Yeah. And I think also you being hooked up showed you when you're in alpha and how to get back there. Right. I'm going to show you photos of my brain scan. You, it's like, basically it's like all of these lines, you know, you get all the um, five different brain waves. And so you see how they are kind of like on the same level and then the forgiveness of how they're like off the chart, completely gone. Yeah. And so they can see, I was like in this pod in this capsule and they were like oh my god she's doing the forgiveness work Beautiful. and you can actually see what's happening in your brain and to for me to like I was making notes of like this time I'm gonna sing my mantra this time I'm gonna think about my mom and then looking back and seeing like it changes my brain That's it's amazing. something that we always thought of like thinking you know like whether they're singing mantras or just you tried different ones and you watched your brain and what you did you say, see so like th- and my alpha, so like the meditation, say when I am singing a mantra to myself, whenever I'm thinking of my dog or my mom, you know, they say like even when you're uh, self-pleasuring or having mm-hmm. sex, your brainwaves are like skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, Orgasm. Emily Fletcher. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that she's like a big on manifesting through self-pleasure mm-hmm. because you tap into your brainwaves changing mm-hmm. and that's yeah. the best place to manifest from. So, yeah. 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 I find when I'm at a peak state of pleasure and oneness. I don't want to go into the mind. It's kind of beyond the mind, yeah. but yes, I, and, and I'm curious, I, it, I literally want to hook people up and use my tools with them to see the science oh, behind it. I feel like this little she, I had this that conversation with Dr. Gundry and I was like, Oh, if I had a spare billion, I would just <laughs> run so many studies. I'm very curious. I yeah. would love to do some, some science on the tools that I use in my programs. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. And and so what else do you, have you seen with biohacking and supporting your nervous system? Oh, I think it's, again, it's like for women, it's, it's different. Like, so I would first look at your HRV, so heart, heart rate variability, and then go from there and like we're in your cycle that you're at. Cause a lot of times we see those male centered practices like yeah. called plunging and yeah. we think that's oh, so good for us. We should do it. And uh, maybe you're seven days before your period. And it's, this is not the time for you to cold plunge because it's already, your body's going through a lot of stress and this, this is too much stress, right? Oh, so I didn't like, know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it's all about, um, you know, cold plunging is stress and it's yep. like you have to do a little bit of a math of like, okay, so now if I'm seven days before my cycle, my body progesterone is mm-hmm. peaking doesn't like stress. So I'm not going to cold plunge. I'm not going to uh, have a cardio class or like a really intense workout because I'm going to gain weight, you know, because my body's going to kick into like survival mode. So I'm just going to take it easy. So you can actually slow down and still lose weight by giving yourself a grace. Yeah. What about when you're on your cycle? So at the first two days, uh, sorry, during the first two days or three days, you still take it easy, but then day four, you can 100% go fasting. Mm. You can already enter, you know, this is where your estrogen is rising and that's where you can 100% uh, do cold plunging, do like a two day fast. um, Mm. And so, and push yourself at the gym. Okay. Okay. So good to know. I always thought... Yeah, I think that I'm most sensitive right before the premenstrual yeah. cycle. And I'm also, I'm sure that, I don't know if you touch it on your book, but I'm sure that menopause and all of this conversation yeah. is going to be helpful, biohacking for women. And it's happening so early, right? Mm-hmm. So like I, 
this book is definitely just for women that are still menstruating. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally said, I'm going to have a baby book, uh-huh. a pregnancy <laughs> yes. book, and then monomenopause because it's just like writing from experience. But as my medical team has been like helping me even research just to understand what's going to happen. And the truth is we're surrounded by these endocrine disruptors that are triggering perimenopause so much earlier, right? Wow. And so even um, egg retrieval or freezing eggs can like kick that in a little earlier than normal. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things we can do with biohacking, whether it's supplementing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bore your uh, listeners to this, but like there's many things you can do okay. to extend your fertility 100%. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. quite a few friends that naturally had babies in mid 40s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, wanting to to have babies from their body and the health and the consciousness of where they are now versus when they froze their eggs. So I know it's always a personal journey. I feel the same way, though. I feel like I, I... I think if you have frozen your eggs, if this feels like the right choice, amazing. But uh-huh. like my choice about freezing eggs was not an informed one because I didn't realize it can, my body has a potential downregulate and potentially cause me to have perimenopause earlier. Like that mm-hmm. wasn't exactly communicated to me, but the more doctors they speak to, they can see it in their patients. Um, I also like the idea of having... The, the child from the consciousness of the person that you are yeah. versus who you used to be. Like when I look back and I'm like, okay, like I definitely love who I am. I'm loving myself so much more. Yeah. And my vibration's very different. And so, and I hope we keep sharing that as a message of women. Like yeah. as I get older, my life gets better. And I okay. see my mom rocking her seventies, silver hair, like fell in love, never been more in love in her life. I'm just Aww. like, she's traveling the world. She's buying a dream home. I'm just like, we need more women sharing about how beautiful it is to age and feel more mature, more inside of ourselves. So, and stop glorifying as well. Like the fact that like, you need to be a young mom. I think it's like, if you're an old mom, it's almost like it's a shame. And if I were to have kids out of my belly, I would have done it late thirties, early, like around now. Yeah. 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 I just feel more ready. And, and so wherever you are in your journey, it's all good. Whatever, whatever unfolded, just coming to. It's like, there's no better or worse. Right. So like when you're younger, you have more energy, you're way more, more like a friend to your child. And you have just have a very different perspective when you're older, you bring something completely set of value. So Mm -hmm. why don't we just stop judging other moms for being too old or too young or whatever? Because at the end of the day, we're just projecting, but because we <laughs> don't we feel secure yeah, yeah. <laughs> about our, of being a mom. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're perfect. Like yeah. the child chose that mom to come onto this planet at this time because the child wanted to have that experience through this human being. Yeah. So it's perfect, even though she's freaking 42. So like get over yeah. it. People. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have been so open about your skin and hair and sharing that you were, I think you said you had hair loss and like yes, acne. and patches. I mean, I can't tell that at all. Can you share with us your journey with that? What insights you've discovered? Oh, like, you know, when your body's paying attention and you don't have energy, you're like, okay, I'm going to have another coffee. But the moment your skin and your hair mm-hmm. is falling out, you're all like, now I'm paying attention. <laughs> and the body's like, yes. <laughs> a lot of times people think that hair and skin are just this thing that like, you know, you go to a dermatologist or you get another cream. But the truth is, mm-hmm. it's just a symptom of an absolute shit show that's happening inside of you that your body's trying to manage and it's like sending these signals to help you pay attention to that so like for me it has been definitely healing on the inside out not the other way around so I love it I love it because we are our world sort of I don't talk a lot about physical health and but I do talk about mental, emotional well-being, And, you know, I talk a little bit about physical and somatic specifically, but I, our worlds kind of go at it from a different point of view, but same from the inside out. So yeah. you're going to the root cause in the body and I'm going to the root cause. I'm curious about the body. So that's why I love having you as a voice here on the podcast, but also to the root of the emotion, to the root of the mind waking up from it. And so it's the same intention of root cause instead yeah. of just working with it topically creams, which are fine. But if you don't treat the root cause, you're going to have to use lots of creams. And- yeah. Oh, 100%. And he's like, people are like, oh, you know, I don't have any money. It's like, hey, here's how you budget. Well, stop going to Starbucks. And I'm just like, oh, like this is not how you build generational wealth by saving yourself to go to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, I always like to think that like 
originally I got very much into so you know self-growth and Tony Robbins and that has been my dream and I'm like how am I doing biohacking I wanted <laughs> to be doing what you're doing but the truth is like it's just we all the end goal is still the same that's right the person that's healthiest uh, the healthiest happiest version of themselves um I just realized that from my experience it's like if I help people figure out biology everything else mm-hmm. would become so much easier mm-hmm. but there's also that whole thing about mind over body mm-hmm. connection right mm-hmm. and how you can with the right tools and the right support there's so many things that you can overcome uh, and overcome your biology right yeah. like it's like it, I mean, that's it's the next level yeah, yeah like joe the spencer 101 right where you can mm-hmm. yeah you can change that mm-hmm. and so wherever people are resonating follow that first and trust it yeah but i know that people are going to be listening they're like okay i'm feeling inspired i want to take action where do I start? What are some of the things that are grounded that you recommend people that yeah. may give them the biggest bang for their buck? Oh, I think eating uh, eating food in the right order, eliminating toxins as much as possible, whether it's glyphosate, heavy metals, and fish. I think it's like big one for women because we all like to eat fish, right? White fish is like full of heavy metals and that leads to hair loss. So that I would pay attention to that. Um, How about salmon? Wild salmon is okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so salmon's good. uh, But tuna is, for example, not good, which is, I love tuna. A lot of mercury, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that would be like making sure that you you manage the amount of toxin that you put into your body. That would be mm-hmm. a really, really big one. Primarily through food, you think? Because I know there's environmental toxins. I have an air filter in my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, the list is almost endless. The biggest one, I think, for women is tap water. We had this conversation. Yeah. Why do I you drag? You have the largest. You have like a jug of water <laughs> that you carry, which I love because yeah. you are, you want to have clean water. Yes. So I'm like, I know that most people don't have access to amazing water yeah and so minus you know i have these like delivery it's actually deliveries happening right now as we speak <laughs> but they bring those beautiful glass jars mm-hmm. that i get to refill and they pick it up and they change it for me and then i have like a water structuring device and just feel like what we're 70 percent water and how we talk to you know how i talk to my water mm-hmm. maybe it's a little woo but like <laughs> i feel an incredible difference right yeah. so like have the basics figure out and back in the day the aggie from a few years ago she would have a margarita for 17 or 18 dollars and a tap water for free because i was like uh-huh. i'm not paying three dollars for water it's ridiculous fast forward to today yeah i pay 17 dollars <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. for water <laughs> and i'm like and i don't drink right and yeah. i'm like oh no like it's funny how like it's changed mm-hmm. right now. I'm like a water connoisseur. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it smells really good. Mm-hmm. So it's really true that it's like the very thing that you're putting the most off. Like yeah. if you're having a bag of chips once a month, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're having something every single day, like moldy coffee or uh, fish or oatmeal that isn't organic, that's full of glyphosate, that sticks in your gut lighting and creates leaky gut and inflammation, then just figure out your everyday basics and you know i'm a big fan of supplementing just because i don't think we get enough nutrients in the diet and such a and the soil that we have now i don't know if if you love supplements but i'm i do i have a lot Yeah. yeah i do a lot of testing on my body just to see where i'm at proactively to make sure that i'm getting the right nutrients i'm taking care of my gut i mean i think gut i i went to india maybe it was even Peru when I went with my dad when I was 18 for this shamanic journey. And I drank water that just messed up my gut. Then India did the same thing. So I've been actively healing it. And I, and I, and I share this all the time when um, Mark Hyman was on, I plugged it. I'm going to plug it with you. GSE grapefruit seed extract changed Uh the game. Anytime I go to Bali, every meal, I love Bali, but we all know Bali belly. Yeah. So I yeah. have GSE with, uh, I, I like the tablets, not the, the drops. I have it every single meal and I never get sick. I've wow. even been in Bhutan eating with the local people, like tribes, people with our hands on the floor and I didn't get sick. I'm like, wow. I usually get sick cause I have such a clean body now. Yeah. And wow, GSE has just saved me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm impressed just because I, I mean, I, this is exactly what I'm going to go and get. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Highly recommend. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So quick <laughs> hacks. I'm all about like the efficient, quick ones. And I also just want to hear from you, the biohacking, what some are your favorites, maybe share with us some of the things that are affordable and maybe more luxury. Okay. So really affordable. I think figuring out your bedroom. So making sure that your bedroom is pitch black. It's yeah. a big one without electronics, without any, you know, f- most people live in very light bedrooms that you can, if you can still see your hand at night and it's like, no, yeah. it's too bright. I just wear an eye, sh- eye mask. But you t- tell me, the- yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? you have like uh, light receptors on your skin. So okay. you, your skin, if it's too bright, like oh. it would still wouldn't go in such a depressed. So mm. making sure it's super cold, super dark. Um, I've noticed that that has worked best for me and, yeah. and investing in really good, like, um, sh- curtains yeah and blackout yeah blackout curtains mm-hmm. like properly um so that has been super per, per, uh, helpful because like you rejuvenate during sleep it's a free hack and sleep is everything most, and most people they just have really bad sleep and i'm like yeah oh, so you just need good curtains keep it cool and remove all the electronics all the lights and whatnot mm-hmm. and you're good mm-hmm. so that was one and then more expensive hacks i would say like for me i know that my biggest you know like supplement without that supplement yeah. you have to adjust a lot to your um lifestyle and i think f- for me especially like taking the anti-aging and supplements and peptides has been mm-hmm. you know it is cutting edge and it's not cheap but like i see an incredible difference i'm like i live in a sick society none of this is set up to make me feel good yeah you know like this is a very unusual environment and so how I mean, you, your house. I be- wanted to have the like. I wanted nature. I wanted it. Yeah, and forest. I was just gonna say like <laughs> this is probably the only place, in this, but very few places in LA where actually it's it's built to make you feel good. But uh-huh. most people live good in oxygen. apartments, and yeah, it's dark and it's small, and they don't have access to the sun first thing mm-hmm. in the morning, mm-hmm. and all of these things that make them feel like low level anxiety. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. That would be like a big one. Yeah. I did plasmapheresis, which is a high-end experience. And I did that when I went to Costa Rica recently. It was like an oil change. I felt fantastic. It helped with inflammation. It helped with clear brain. I love the oil change. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Hyman does it all the time. And so I was like, okay, I'll do this. I also did it around the same same time I did the stem cells. So I don't know, but I have a sense Mm. it was the, because I started feeling it right away. With the plasmapheresis high end, again, I'm also really loving hyperbaric chamber. In the past, I've done a lot of NAD, but I've noticed that I it went up and down with the NAD for me. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing less of that. Like kind of when I need a, if I'm feeling burnout at work, I'll do NAD. I just have them, I can inject myself yeah. here at the house. Um, Amazing. Breath work, right? Yes. Is always. Yes. I, I woke up because I just finished a launch and I woke up and my brain was just fried. It was just like, I cannot think anymore. I had gone through so much content and I did some breath work and I felt fantastic. So just you know, the free access to just deep belly breathing, like you yeah. were saying earlier, can really well, make a difference. Breath, water, sleep, honestly, the basics. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clean water, like you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And oh. nature, just being outside in good company, good friends. Yes. Community, mm-hmm. which I think it's like, we're very lucky to say that we have access to the most incredible community. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that you came mm-hmm. on here. Tell people, I know they're going to want to get this. Where do they find your book? Just on Amazon. You can go uh, to, I can't believe I'm promoting Jeff Bezos, but whatever. Yeah, it's Biohack <laughs> Like a Woman. You can get it at Barnes and Nobles or any other uh, store where you can buy the books. It's such a good read and it's practical and actionable. And I'm so grateful for who you are. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thank Yay. you. Thank you so much for doing this work that changes the world, starting with yourself. It truly does make a difference. And if you're finding value in this podcast, a cost-free way to support us is by leaving an up to five-star review. It does mean the world to us. And as a thank you gift, we're going to send you one of the most powerful tools that you will ever discover. You're going to get behind the scenes access, showing you how to live into your full potential without letting fear hold you back from stepping into your dreams. 
Just head over to Apple Podcast or Spotify and leave a review now. You can take a screenshot before hitting submit and then go to alissanobriga.com forward slash podcast to upload it. And make sure to have your automatic downloads turned on wherever you listen so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. I have so much magic I can't wait to share with you. And you can find all this information in the show notes below. But lastly, if you're on Instagram, I love connecting and hearing from you. So come on over and say hello. I'm at alissanobriga. Thank you again for being here. I cannot wait to share more with you.